pretty sweet feeling. It's a pretty sweet feeling. When you figure stuff out, you feel good about your decisions, and, and otherwise, things in your life are going pretty good. Otherwise, things are going pretty good. You just got to figure out this one thing, and then, then, then you're all set. That's, where I'm, that's how I'm feeling today. It's a brand new Loftus Party podcast, The Loftus Party. Don't, don't forget the the. We got the, we got the Gimlet, who's, who's got her thinking cap on. She's been doing a lot of thinking. She's been knee-deep in some serious data and some fact-finding stuff. How you doing today, Gimli? Oh, I'm fine, and I am so sick of the abuse my governor is taking. Oh. We're gonna get we're gonna get into all of that. We're gonna get into all of that. We got a huge show. It's a big, it's a big, it's another COVID nineteen Wuhan uh, fiesta. But we're gonna start it off with some good news. I always wanna I always wanna come at this from a good place because we've always been about solutions uh, and and looking at the bright side and silver linings and all that good stuff. So here's here's a, a little piece of of happiness from me. The comedy special that I did for Fox Nation, myself and Reno and Brian and uh, Larry the Cable Guy and and, and Karen. Uh, we did this little thing for Fox Nation. The that it did very very well. It did very very well. That's not me making that up. That's the quote. That's the quote I got from the from the big bosses over there. It did so well that they put it on uh, Fox Business last night. They oh, they nice. put it. Yes, yes. If you were more interested in the goings on at the Loftus party, you would have known this. They put I went it to on, bed at eight thirty. They put it on Fox Business last night at eleven o'clock. They 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 had to put some more ads in it. You know, they had to pat it out a little bit, and for that I apologize. But it's just hey, that's just the nature of television. We didn't think when you do something for a streaming service, you don't you're not really like locked into it to a time. However, when you do like an hour long program, you have to have so many minutes of material. So so that happened, whatever. But for a wonderful, glorious moment, and I was thinking about this last night as I was watching, and you always, you know, you're hypercritical and like, oh, I wish I would have done that. I could have done that better. I would have done this, blah, 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 blah. But it occurred to me right around uh, 1135, 11.36, that this little comedy program that I put together, that my friends helped me out with and helped me put together, we were in direct competition with Saturday Night Live. We were in direct competition with Saturday Night Live. Now, well, Maybe it was a test. I, I, I'm kind of thinking along those lines. I don't know... <laughs> I don't Wheels know what turning. I don't know what kind of promo they put behind it, but it would be it's a very interesting test. <clears throat> so I'm I'm just saying this one because I'm incredibly I'm in, I'm proud. I'm very it's a it's kind of a a big deal to me and hopefully to everyone else who participated in. But for the people uh especially the people on the right who always uh sit back and and bitch and moan and like, oh, we're not doing anything. Oh, the culture wars. Oh, this and that. Oh, no. Look how bad it is. We have done something. If nothing else happens, if if the FCC, if if somebody were to step in and shut it all down tomorrow, I I will I'd be, I'd be happy. We we built an online community. We had a podcast uh, that went and went and went. 
we got a, a thing on television, and we went in a in a in a weird way, toe to toe with a, a sketch comedy show that does nothing but well doesn't they do more than but for the most part they just lampoon our beliefs our belief systems and and the people who we've elected to public office so for anyone who ever complains and and if you and if you know these people get get the word out let them know uh the the Ben Shapiro's of the world the Nick Searcy's of the world the big the 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 voices on the right that here here we're doing something we're doing something we've put our money where our mouth is we've maintained this attitude and now we're we're seeing results so for that uh i'm incredibly incredibly happy and here's the other good thing here's the other good thing and this is why we did it this is why this whole thing started i'm sorry that i'm i'm being so retrospective and looking back because i'm always i, I always want to look forward but this is why this whole thing came about we like I want to be positive. I want to be upbeat. I want to tell jokes. We're, it's a better life. Dangerous freedom is more fun. Dangerous freedom is more fun. And that is kind of going to be uh, the theme, I believe, to today's show. That we're, when we get into the, the coronavirus of it all and the Dr. Fauci of it all and the, the, the data of it all, when it gets a little dry... Hang in there, kids. Hang in there because uh, we're still going. Like, no one has shut us down. Like, we're still going. This whole thing, the whole plan was to play within the guidelines. We're going to play uh, within the guidelines. We're not going to give them a reason to kick us off Facebook. We're not going to give them a reason to kick us off Twitter. We're not going to give them a, a, a reason to demonetize us on YouTube. It's going to be a positive. And it, sometimes the growth has been glacial and it's been very slow. However, here we go. The last still couple here. months, we're, we're still here and we're still growing, which now <laughs> I want to do this and I want to do this publicly. I want to make sure uh, I want to make sure I got this dialed up uh, and I, I, I took my time thinking about this. OK, so here's the here's the schedule. You guys, and, and most of you already know this. You listen to the podcast, and, and I, I'm sorry for being so long-winded here, Gypsy. But uh, I'll get this done, and then we'll move on. Because this is just going to be satisfying for me. So the schedule is this. Back, and 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 I swear to you, uh, Gimlet, you've been here since day one. You've been here since day one. Other people have come and gone. You and me. You and me. So you know this. So this is this is what makes this so uh, perfect, and this is how I wanted to handle this. So uh, the schedule is now this: I do a video on on Mondays. It goes on the YouTube channel. It goes on Facebook. It it goes on theloftestparty.com, and then I also do a video now on Fridays. It used to be used to be Saturdays. Then I then I also uh, have been live streaming, which now I'm going to do that on Wednesdays. So anyway, as the numbers have risen, we're up in the double digits. Ten, we're in the tens of thousands, and, and hopefully we keep growing. You know stuff like this is going to happen. So I did a video. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I remember when you and I would have these conversations, and I'd love to go back and listen to old episodes of the show, where we were like, ooh, someday, 5,000. Come on, you guys. Share the videos. Help us get the word out. 5,000, 5,000. So 
the videos are doing great. We're, we're, we're growing. You, you all are doing your part. You're sharing everything. And, and there's a lot of great people. Here's what I'm not going to tolerate at, at the Loftus party.com. And it's, I'm not going to tolerate it at the Loftus party, uh, Facebook page or the, any of the social media. Uh, I'm not going to tolerate, uh, slander and lies. So, Videos are going gangbuster. There's a ton of comments, and I and you guys, I look at all of them. You're like, oh, I wonder if he saw that or if that was really him that liked that. Yes, yes, it was me. It was me. So I'm scrolling through the comments the other day because this is this is this good. This is antithetical to what we're trying to do. We're trying to be positive. We're trying to be upbeat. We're trying to move forward. So so shit like this. I take it so seriously. And I'm, I'm not going to use this person's real name. Uh, we'll call her Amy. We'll call her Amy. Amy, Amy says, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm reading it. I got this on my phone. She goes, while I like this guy's podcasts. Now, she's commenting on one of my videos. She's commenting on a video I did called Why Would They Lie? And it's about how the media consistently makes these, and I'm putting this in air quotes, uh, mistakes about Trump. They, they make these so and they and they just did it again with the Lysol thing and, and all that other stuff. So anyway, I did a video on that and I used uh, the list that Cheryl Atkinson has compiled. Cheryl Atkinson, former CBS journalist, she's got it's up it's up to like 125, 126 now of just outright outright falsehoods. I put a I put a, a link on the uh, on the loftusparty.com so you guys can go. This is a good thing that you should have. When you when you go out uh, and you're having these discussions, it's just a good resource to have because this is just no BS. These are stories that were just false. They've had to apologize. They made retractions, yada, yada, yada. So, oh, and then here's a fun little sidebar. I also put up my interview with Cheryl Axon from 2015. From 2015. When I was hosting a show publicly, hosting a show publicly, spending my time, my effort, my talent, my sweat to publicly come out uh, and and stand up for the right. Mm -hmm. I just I'm just laying I'm doing I'm kind of rush limbawing this. So I apologize. So I just want people to know that. Cheryl Atkinson followed me and I had a major fangirl moment. So she's awesome. She's, awesome. she's quite awesome. So, so just know that. Back in 2015, an independently uh, syndicated television show called The Flipside, yours truly, on TV, like when other people are sitting around bitching about shit, mm-hmm. I did something. All right, so this horrible, this, 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 this person, I don't want to, anyway, we're, we're calling her Amy. She's commenting on my, on my video that I made standing up for uh, Trump and, and how the media misrepresents him. She says, uh, and I'm reading this directly, while I like this guy's podcast, just know that I did research on this guy. He's not a Trump supporter. He uses Trump in a positive way because he says he gets more followers, and this has made him famous on his comedy shows. Just FYI, oh he, pretend- he pretends he likes Trump. And then some poor woman who's goes to the Loftus Party Facebook page, puts the shocked face, and she writes, really? Question mark. 
And then Amy writes back to her, yes, exclamation point. I knew him from another podcast, and he was a Democrat posting idiotic conspiracy theories and borrowing information from other people. Since then, his site and info is wiped clean. So I did research under this one. If you Google him, you will find that he says he uses Trump to get a bigger audience. He will not say he supports him. But since he started this Trump narrative, more people comes to his comedy shows and he's successful on the Internet. And that's the only reason he uses Trump bot to inform. But just have a show. Look him up. Then I write. Bye bye, Amy. Oh, then I write, who are you talking about? No response. I write again, who are you talking about? Amy's response, you, sir, exclamation point. I've researched you. You use Trump as a money-making machine. Ha <laughs> ha! Right? Right? We're getting rich over here, Gimlet. We're getting rich. Sleeping on piles of money. Sleeping on piles of money. You oh, it's, dumb that's boy. what I stuff my pillow with. Come on. Yeah. Not just the okay. mattress. I had to use the pillow. Okay. So she, she goes, uh, you said it interview. I Googled your shows and comments. Uh, okay. So you, sir, I've researched you. You use Trump as a money-making machine. And you have said it in interviews. I Googled your shows and comments. If you can, here's the part I love. Don't forget this part. If you can put up a link. That show you support President Trump, I will retract anything I've said, but I have seen nothing that you support him. I also see voted for him in 2016. Other than the video this chick just watched. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen nothing that you support him. I also see others do the same thing. You are also not informing on anything new. I don't even know what that means. You take an article and make a joke about it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Because I'm a comedian. So she hasn't seen anything. And she goes, if I can put up something, she'll retract it. If I can put up something, she'll retract it. I then write, I go, I have to think you're talking about me when you say this guy. And I'm very eager to find out what in the hell you're talking about. Please explain. I'm trying very hard to be cool here. Now, I have put down my phone. I got up. I walked around. And I'm like, I don't want to overreact. I don't want to overreact. I need to I need to uh, calm down. So I say, I'm trying very hard to be cool here. I believe you're confused. I just want to understand. Then some dude named uh, named Joseph. I'm using your real name, Joseph. You bastard. <laughs> he, he starts he starts a little laughy face emoji and goes in all caps. Awkward. <laughs> and then he's trying to stir the pot. He goes, "Shots fired across your bow, Captain. Are you just gonna take it?" And he hasn't realized that I was actually giving this a, a great deal of thought. And I find that kind of Thing that he just did kind of boring so anyway uh i write back so have you seen my videos have you seen the youtube channel my appearance is on fox news the website and then she goes on google yourself you're a comedian you have been for a long time you admitted that since you used trump in your acts it's brought you a lot of followers in your audience you also said your podcast has grown that's easily found on the internet send me a link that proves otherwise okay so then i go this is gonna be fun this is gonna be fun uh, so then I, I post, uh, a, a clip, a clip from the flip side, my little song on the ukulele, Russia didn't hack the election. 
And she's like, I've seen your YouTube channels. I've seen your videos. That's good comedy. And then she goes, but not Fox News. I haven't seen that you're a Trump supporter. I've searched through what you said. So then I, I post the clip uh, from YouTube of me on stage talking about how I how I voted for Trump and I would do it again. It's the clip called Hell Yeah, I Voted for That Guy. Now I start <laughs> asking her for links. I'm like, where's the link that I that that you know that that outs me uh, as using this for money? She doesn't reply. Then I, I show her, I go, here's a link of me hosting The Five on Fox. And then she goes, I'm going back to your original comments and articles. You said in your stand-up comedies, blah, 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 blah. Then you know I, you're going to tell me this person's name, right? Like, I oh. get to know who they really are because I, I'm going to go have some fun. Oh, absolutely. And she keeps <laughs> going on. She's like, Google him. The truth is out there. Of course he'll claim he voted for him. It's a comedy act. I hope he did. Uh, then, uh... Dude, you used to fight with me about not voting for him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so then... If you love the podcast so much, you should really be attacking me. Right? So not then you! I show her, I put up the clip of me... On Tucker Carlson, me and Tucker Carlson in this in the same uh, in the same we're my second or third appearance on Tucker Carlson. So now I've uh, I've asked for her to retract it. I've asked for her to retract it, and and she won't. There's nothing. And then I found this clip that I totally forgot about, and it, it's fortunate for me. I totally forgot about. I was on the Fox Business with Stuart Varney. And here's the title. Here's the title of the article, Amy, and all your friends. Here's the. Here's the. You can. You can Google this shit, you big dumb dummy. The 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 clip, the clip that that, that was titled "Comedian Michael Loftus Voting for Trump Will Impact My Career." So when you were just sitting back doing nothing, nothing, you're the problem, Amy. When you did nothing, I took a huge risk. I risked everything. My livelihood. I asked her if that was enough proof. I asked her if the, if she would now uh, retract it. As she volunteered to do. She goes, I didn't call you a liar. However, I'm glad to see you support the Trump uh, and, and and support our president, you voted for him. Then she goes, but old articles implicated that shows you use, like, so once you start, once you say the word but, that's when your real thought starts. So I wanted you guys to be here when I, I just dialed up her Facebook profile and she's gone. In three, two, one, boom. She is blocked. She is gone. She is no longer able to participate in the goodness. She ain't going to be part of my reindeer game. I, I'm getting so frustrated thinking about it. My buddy uh, and a friend of this show and a friend of yours, Nick Searcy, mm -hmm. posted a horrifying thing on Facebook the other day that uh, a, a person he knows uh, alerted him to a casting director who was on a conference call. He was asking if anybody knew this, uh, this casting director. There was a conference call between casting directors, and they were they were putting Nick on a list. They were putting him on a list. Now, that's terrifying, you guys. 
But to do no, so, we all know that the list has been there. But to be so brazen to do it publicly, so he's thinking about suing. He's thinking about that uh, all thing. So uh, for you little nobodies who do nothing and sit back and just go, oh, I saw he was doing that. He's just doing this to make money. Uh, come, I'll show you my bank account, you big dumb dummy. No, I don't think you owe anybody anything. Oh, and and then on other than the big B, which she just got. Oh, it it, it felt good. It felt someday, good. Someday though, someday though, <laughs> someday though, because you're a bigger deal than I am. You're like on Fox News, even though Dana Perino knows I actually run everything. Yes, um, she does. She knows you're the brains behind the outfit. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never gonna not love that she said that. I'm sorry. Um, and she is just such a sweet person, like as sweet in person as you would think she is from watching her on TV. Yes. Um, but anyway, um, I'm not as big a deal as you are. And I stopped reading the comments two years ago. Like the comments on what I write, the comments on my other podcasts, like I, I just stopped reading them two years ago. There seems to be this cadre of people, right? who just love to argue with other people and they'll go on for like days in the comment section of my article. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't need to be involved in this. Here's, here's my big problem with it. Thanks for the click. Problem. I get paid for them. If you hate me that much, just keep clicking. Cause that's how I get paid. <laughs> here's my problem with it. It's like, I don't want this uh, big dumb dummy out there spreading poison on on no, my I site. I know I get it. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. But like someday you're going to be so big that somebody else is going to be doing your social media, and you won't even have to read the comments. Right. Like the only thing that was that really bummed me out. One that's like just completely ignoring the facts. Here's the, here's the factual, here's the video evidence, here's the mountain of evidence. And then she still believes it. But seriously, let's say for a moment, she was right. Let's say for a moment that there was a, a, we won't, we won't say me. I don't want to do this hypothetically about me. Let's say there was someone out there who was just a, uh, a con artist, just pretending, just pretending to like Trump, but they were having a great time. But they were having a great time, and they and they were drumming up hundreds and thousands of supporters, and they were bringing tons and tons of new people to your side of thinking. Why would you want to tear that person down? Why would you actively like? Don't you understand how any of this works? You big dumb dummy. Whoever gets the most votes wins. Whoever gets the most votes gets to do what they want. So that particular uh, um, individual sounds very familiar to me. That's why you're going to tell me their real name. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that during the commercial break. We're done with that. I'm putting that unpleasantness behind me. I didn't mean to devote that much time to me to it, but but it actually it actually felt good. It actually felt very good. It was cathartic, and it was uh. And now I'm smiling. So we're gonna do a commercial break, and we come back. Uh, the Gimlet and I. Gypsy and myself, we've reached some decisions about now what needs to be done. We're going to be uh, talking about a lot of exciting stuff, so stick around. We'll be right back.
Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. We're back. We're back. Um, I love that we're organized like this. I, know, I like that we have the two segments. Uh, was, I, was something I want to say right at the beginning of the B block here is uh, I've, I've blocked this person, and I think I was successfully deleted their comments. Uh, they're uh, under no circumstance. Try to find out who this is. Don't go after them. Don't stick up for me. Don't do anything. Don't yeah, do that's anything. That's the gypsy's job. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. This, they're, they're just not invited to our, our reindeer games. Our anymore. little party. Our little party. Okay, so there's going to be a lot of talk now uh, about some hard decisions we need to make and, and you know, the Wuhan and Corona and we even, what we're doing. So this might be a two-segment thing. This might be I don't a even think it's thing. that hard, though. I don't think it is. Well... It kind of is in a weird way, in a weird way. I just want i want to say this, though, before we go any further. There is, because uh, I, I just don't want to forget and I don't want to run out of time. There's a flower shop in Studio City, California, uh, D's Flowers. If you're listening in the Southern California area, if you're in the L.A. area, D's Flowers, uh, D-E-E-S, they could use some orders. It's a it's a small business. They're they're trying to survive this whole thing. They're doing what they think is right. However, they're open for business. They're making deliveries. They're doing the thing. So flowers are always welcome. Flowers are always good. These flowers in Studio City, California. If you can uh, throw some business their way, and then uh, don't forget also. And I've I've forgotten. <laughs> If you have a if you have a weapon in your house, if you have a gun safe, and and you're worried about humidity in the gun safe, or if if you're worried about humidity in in any like your gym bag, which you probably haven't been using, uh, closets, shoe, there's this Trump pouches. Go to trumppouches.com. It's a completely organic, and and I have these things. I'm still using them. I got like three of them. You buy two, you're gonna get the third one for free, I believe, or there's a there's a discount. Get some of those. You can put that in your gun safe. You don't need a dehumidifier in there anymore. It's going to keep your ammo nice. It's going to keep your powder dry. It's going to keep the rust away from your weapons and all that good stuff. It keeps humidity out of anything uh, and completely organic and works like a charm. I've had mine now for almost, gee whiz, a year still cranking right along. Okay, so those those are the big plugs. I just want to 
help out my my good friends at uh, at D's Flowers and help out my my buddies with at TrumpPouches.com. Okay, lock and load. This is going to be the B block and the C block. I've been waiting. I've been thinking about this. I've been. Uh, I, I try to be smart. Here's the adage I like when it when it comes to thoughts on stuff like this. Gimlet is is measure twice, cut once. Measure twice, cut once. I've got I've I've got enough information to make an informed decision. I can see some handwriting on the walls that I do not like, and I am now firmly, firmly in the reopen America. I am. I we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. I know you have thoughts. I I, I have th- how many weeks? I think this you. is my third week, fourth week of saying we just need to have a big old COVID party, like we used to have pox parties when I was a kid. I remember talking about that last week. I said I wanted to have a makeout party with Rita Wilson. <laughs> well, that has nothing to do with COVID. She's got the corona. She had the corona. I know she doesn't have it anymore, though. Well, let's see if she could probably maybe give it to me. Maybe it's an... Okay. Here. <laughs> you know, I just start crunching numbers. And I go, yes. what are we even doing here? So, out of all the 5 million plus tests we've done of people with actual symptoms of upper respiratory disease or an assumed um, exposure to someone who has the COVID, less than 20% test positive. So that means 80% of the people who are getting a COVID test have something else. When you take the number that tested positive and you look at how many people in America have had it, it's 0.2%. We were talking between the breaks. And I, and I want to, I want to get you to, to dig into this a little bit uh, deeper. The, The, um, the whole aspect of they, they keep saying we need more testing, we need more testing, we need more testing. And and you said something that I thought was incredibly insightful and makes perfect sense is that what does a negative test tell you? Nothing. It, you get nothing from that. Oh, here's a person that doesn't have it. Oh, okay, great. You get nothing from it and it can change five minutes later. <laughs> right. Like, right. You are only negative for the minute that your nose was swabbed. And I've been saying this for a really long time, right? I've been saying this for weeks. And I finally got some edification when Dr. Fauci explained, look, guys, this isn't like testing for HIV. If you test negative for HIV, there's things you can cease doing, okay? We know Mm -hmm. how it's transmitted. You cannot engage in those behaviors, and you can preserve your negative status. Because of the way respiratory diseases are transmitted, no such luck. Yes. You you just so, know you're like, oh wow, there I guess I guess that's why I've been feeling good for the past forever is because I don't have it. And then you take two you take two more steps, someone sneezes on you and like, uh oh, womp womp. So you start to listen to quote unquote experts and you listen to several of them, right? So I listen to Dr. Birch, I, Burks, I listen to Dr. Redfield, who's over the CDC, I listen to Dr. Hahn, who's over the FDA, I listen to Dr. Fauci, who I think is the least realistic of all of them, but that's just me, um, and I listen to Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who's been all over the media talking about this stuff. He used to be in charge of the FDA. All these people have great public health backgrounds, and what they're telling us is 
we're going into a, into what is called sentinel testing, which means we test random samples of the population to predict outbreaks. Dr. Gottlieb actually went further than that and said about 3.8 million a week people a week see their doctor. And that happens all over the country. And it happens roughly in proportion to the population in your area, right? So yes. obviously more people go to see their doctor in New York City than where I live, right? Right. He said if you go in for a sprained ankle or a regular a regular office visit, then maybe we should just swab you for COVID to see if you have it, if you're asymptomatic, whatever. Obviously, we would also test anybody who had symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe we just test everybody who sees their doctor for any reason. That would be legitimate. So we would need about... Three million tests a week to make that happen in a way that seems reasonable. And if we wanted to do sentinel testing in specific, you know, nursing homes and other things, like maybe, maybe four or five million tests a week. Right? Yes. You got this group coming out that we need to have capacity to do 20 million tests a day before we can reopen. Right now we can do about three to five million a week. This is where I have a problem. This is where I, I have a, just... a huge problem. What are you going to do? Pin people down before they touch the pin pad at the bank to see if they've got COVID? That's literally testing 6% of the American population a day. It is, in my mind, a, a waste of time. It is a waste of and time. Money. Yes. So... And this is where I always go with all these. Now, I, I've, I've been holding off, you guys. I've been holding off for weeks now. I'm like, okay, it looks like this, but maybe that. It looks like this. And then there's some questions when you start to ask them. Uh, it, you, you can go to a very, very, very dark place. You can go to a very, very, very dark place. Uh, Senator Cotton is now asking them. That's, but that's one train of thought. That's One, one, one train of thought is uh, where did this thing come from and the response to it and and now i just want to focus on the response to it because we're talking about these tests and oh we can't we can't possibly reopen until we have all these tests and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions i go to the uh and then what and then what and and you've had uh, i think it was clyburn wherever the hell that jackholes from uh, talking about, well, this is an opportunity for us to make some some real big changes. And there's that old no. adage, there, right? But this is what this is what I'm saying, and this is where the worm turned for me. So you know they're thinking it. And then you see Nancy Pelosi with, you know what? We got to give some money to the Kennedy Center, and we got to you know give some money to the IRS. We got to give some money to uh, illegal immigrants. We got to give. So they're the they're wasting the money. This. They're wasting the money. Meanwhile. And this is no BS. And this is no BS. And this is why I say this. I really put some thought into this. And if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong. And somebody can change my mind. I'm not close-minded about this. This is just how I'm seeing it today. Uh, on this, this day of April in the year of our Lord 2020. There are, the forces are gathering. And probably already have gathered. And probably are. They are looking to fundamentally change this country they are looking to fundamentally change our way of life and they have us running scared from a boogeyman now here's the bad part uh this boogeyman can actually kill some people yes 
But and we that's... know largely who those people are. Mm-hmm. The number of otherwise healthy people that have died of COVID-19, as one doctor in California put it, it's infinitesimal. It doesn't exist. It is near zero. Yes. And now you've so got people. You, what are we you, really doing? So you, you yes, but so you, so you anticipate the counter argument. You have to anticipate the counter argument of like, okay, so you you choose the people who die. Then then is this who's is this guy gonna die? That's not how this works at all. I don't get to choose who dies in automobile accidents. I don't get to choose who dies when they slip in their shower. I don't. I don't get to I, choose I'm, who dies from cancer. I don't. I don't. Oh. That is. I don't have that power. I believe that we have been. Uh, I'm I'm in the Candace Owen camp, where I believe that they have grossly overestimated. Because it's terrifying. If you really thought, seriously, you guys, and, and this is where I'm on the side of Trump on this, you, you, the experts come to you and they go, holy crap, if you don't lock it down, if you don't lock it down, a couple million people will die. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, you got to lock it down. That's, that's, that's huge. It's not like that at all. It's not like those numbers. Yeah, that's We're nowhere not near that. And, and, and what you have to understand is they're, they're so overemphasizing the experience of New York City and the New York metro area and trying to make everybody in the country think that could be their experience. You know what New York has that nobody else has? They have this human meat tube that runs underground in a dark environment that's recirculated air that millions of people ride on a day. And they like literally stand within a half an inch of each other and are often touching each other. Yes. And they touch the same poles and they touch the same handrails and they 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 sit in the same seats. And I mean, this particular human meat tube is called the subway. And what they're finding is mass transit is a huge fomite, a thing that can carry disease. Imagine that. If they had been serious, they would have shut down. They would have shut down the subway, but they're not going to do that. Um, So the rest of the country is not going to have an experience like New York City's, and even the places that were quote unquote hotspots, like Denver, right? Or not Denver, excuse me, Detroit and and New Orleans. New Orleans had freaking Mardi Gras. People coming in from all over the country and swapping spit. And standing, you know, in crushed crowds. Yes, they had an outbreak. Duh. You would have had an outbreak of the flu, too. Well, that's, uh, I don't know where to go. Here's I have, there's many, question. many ways to go with this, with this uh, discussion. Here's my question, though. Go ahead. We had somebody who popped up COVID positive at CPAC. Nobody else at CPAC got it. It is, uh, I, I keep going back to the, uh, I keep going back to the Icelandic study, and I keep going back to how Sweden handled it. Now, th- there mm-hmm. are differences, right? The big the big takeaway from Iceland, we were talking about this last week and possibly even the week before, yep. uh, they tested a big hunk of their population because their population is small, and of the people who had uh, the Wuhan, half of them had no symptoms, just nothing. They had no, they were just walking around, everything's great. Okay, so that's that's one way to look at it. So, the other, the other one is, is Sweden. Where they're like, hey, we're not going to lock anything down. We're just going to ask people to be cool. Let's keep gatherings under 50 people. 
uh, try to maintain some kind of social distance. You know, don't be right up on one another. Just try to be cool, but we're not going to lock anything down. Now, the big difference. And they kept between, their schools open. Yep, yep. And the other, the other big difference, the interesting thing, just like how you have to shine a light that New York has a subway, uh, Sweden, uh, half their population, I didn't realize this, lives alone. They have a huge population of people who just live by themselves. So that also is going to impact the numbers. Looking at the way it spread through Sweden, and yeah, they had a big spike. They had a lot of people uh, die. However, the most recent studies that I've been looking at says that Sweden is going to have herd immunity in like two weeks. Maybe Not three. just that. So they'll be the, done. They'll, they the will number- be done. Their num- the number of deaths they've had is not statistically significant when you look at the countries near them who have similar populations and similar demographics and similar number of people who live alone. It's not even statistically significant. And you're yes. not going to know whose idea was better for like a year because here's the other thing that nobody talks about. We talked about flattening the curve. That didn't mean we weren't going to have COVID anymore. It just mean we meant we weren't going to have such a COVID epidemic that we were going to overwhelm our healthcare system. Precisely. That's Precisely. all it meant. Yes. And 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 now these people are assuming that means we're going to prevent large scale COVID nineteen infections. Well, now the WHO, so take it with a grain of salt, is saying that people are being reinfected. So we may end up finding out that COVID-19 is what they call a retrovirus, like the chicken pox. So you get the chicken pox when you're little, which means you can get the shingles when you're older, right? Um, There are retroviruses that just work that way. You don't actually get rid of it. It just goes and hides, and then it pops back out in an opportune moment when your immunity is down or whatever else. And actually, lockdown will lower your immunity. So you, you touched upon something that, that I think is, is very important, and I think that people probably need to uh, hear it again, uh, because this is what really hit home for me, too. And this is part of, like, I was, I've, I've been waiting, I've been waiting. I need more information. I need more information so I can make a, a good decision. And the whole thing about <clears throat> flattening the curve is, was, not about, was about over not overwhelming the hospitals. You cannot overwhelm our our hospitals so we've done that we have we done completely that. underwhelmed them y- yes you have hospital floors closing you have healthcare professionals outside of hot spots being furloughed now you've kept people indoors where their vitamin d is decreased not so much me because i can still go to a park because i live in a decent state um but and and not only that, the way you build your immune system to be responsive and, and, and fight off disease is by coming in contact with bugs all the time. Right. So you're going to send – so all you're doing by continuing this is lowering a person's ability to fight it off. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to take a little break, and we, when we come back, we're going to talk about – reopening America and why we have to do it, why we have to do it. And this goes, we're going to go down the path of, I have, uh, I've, I'm, I'm lo- I've lost faith in, in, in a lot of, and, in a lot people, of our leaders. 
and people need to stop picking on my governor. Yes, so we're gonna we're gonna defend the decision of some of these governors. We're gonna talk about uh, De Blasio and what he said this morning that I overheard that was the uh, was the nail nail in the coffin. That was it. I'm done. I'm done now. We need to reopen the country. We need to reopen the country. And now it goes because now to me, it's bigger than. Uh, individual people's lives. It is about this country. It is about the idea of a uh, republic where we have freedoms. It is, it, is, it is now about the Constitution. It is now about the Bill of Rights. It is about the rights that we are endowed with from our creator. Don't ever forget that. What, this is a big one. When you, when you plunk down on planet Earth, uh, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness... They, they, they've gone too far and they have big and they have yes yes and, and they've gone too far and and now it's time uh, that we take matters into our own hands Ooh, we're talking revolution we'll be right back Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. serious one this is a serious one i thought there'd be more jokes here's a little something for you and i this this made me laugh the other day <laughs> remember like uh trump was on tv we're not even gonna get into the whole lysol of it that's the the, the, the lysol lie. thing and because the because we'll, we'll go into studies and we'll go into uh you know vaccines and whatever and we'll go into light therapy and we'll get mired down and but trust me light therapy is a real thing uh trust me there's poisons that they use Every day, chemotherapy is a poison. There's plenty of poison in medicine. So, 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 shut your pie hole. Sunlight therapy. You know what? Your grandma never lied to you. Your grandma never lied. Get that baby out of the house. Get it in the sun. Get it outside. The sunshine is good for you. Okay. And that's the whole. That was the whole thing the task force asked them to report. Yeah. So, as the like, joke, stop uh, locking on, people on. in their houses. Right. Right? I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. 
But then I, I, I was joking around, like, uh, remember that when, when that, that girl was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm suntanning uh, my butthole for my health and for my wellness. I'm like, do we all owe her an apology now? Do we all owe her an apology? She was ahead of the curve. And then I thought the funny part was, like, Josh Brolin, uh, I guess he, he burned his butthole, suntanning it. But you know what? He didn't have, he, you don't hear about him getting COVID. Okay. I'm not sure so that's, that's the joke. right end. <laughs> so that's that. That's the joke. I, I always feel bad I when there's not enough jokes on the podcast. Okay. So uh, there's some more data, more data, more data. It looks like this thing is here a lot sooner than anybody thought. They mm-hmm. stopped counting. They stopped counting the flu. You look at the numbers for the flu in like Los Angeles and in Southern California, and it just drops. Like they stopped counting the flu. So I. It is a, it's, it's my belief this thing isn't as bad as they say it is. It's just not as bad as they say it is. Uh, it's horrible. However, it is not the end of the world. What will be the end of the world is if we get uh, taken down from within by a political party, if we take get taken over by a foreign government, that'll be the end of the world. That'll be the end of the world. So I'm encouraging everybody to make your own decision. I saw a thing where a tailor in New York, he's like, I'm, I'm reopening. I'm going to reopen. They can come arrest me. More people. It's just, I, I, I want, listen, you have to make your own decision. You have to make an informed decision. Uh, how, and, and my thing is I, I'm on the internet. I, I do videos and blah, 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 blah. I write for a TV show. They're going to make their own decisions. But I, if I was a small business and, and I had a brick and mortar shop, I'd be opening tomorrow. I would be opening tomorrow. I'd take precautions. I'd try to be safe. But screw you. Screw you. Bill de Blasio. Hold on just real quick. Because this is the scary part. Bill de Blasio. That moron. uh, Is on TV today. uh, Talking about. uh, The the Fair Recovery Task Force. He has appointed four people. To a Fair Recovery Task Force. There might be more than four. So what he was talking about is rebuilding New York new and better and with a whole different mind frame. We can – this is an opportunity. He didn't say opportunity, but pretty much he did without using the, that explicit term. They want to do things in their own image now. They, they're not going to they're, – they're, listen, they're, they're not – they don't want to like go, okay, everybody go back to work. Now we're going. No, 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 no. They, it will be rebuilt the way they want it to be rebuilt. This is what AOC is saying. This is what Nancy Pelosi is saying. This is what the the left is going to do. I think I think De Blasio might have gone a little bit too soon. I don't think he was supposed to announce this today. Maybe he was. I don't know. But I will not be having that. I will not be having that. It's like, listen, this wasn't this was not an act of God. It's not like we got hit by a tornado or by a hurricane. It's not like we had been messing up. Everything was running great. The economy was running great. Unemployment was next to nil. Everything was fantastic. And then we have this self-inflicted. Uh, it wasn't self-inflicted. We'll get to that later. That's another hard question we have to ask about about China. But we can just reopen we can just 
everybody just goes back and reopen and let the chips fall where where they may. I don't think there's going to be that many chips. I don't think there's going to be that many chips. And we can't let these morons uh, rebuild our society the way they want to. Pelosi's already talking about in the next stimulus, there's going to be a vote by mail. There's going to be a vote by mail. Do you have, nope. do you have any faith in that? No, nope. me neither. Nope. I don't want it. I will go vote in person. No, thank you. Yes, and I'm not um, going to support I, I think we need. I think, I think we need to reopen for the simple, simple fact. I don't want phase four. No. Phase two was bad enough. Phase three was ridiculous. I don't want phase four. There is absolutely no reason that any of these far-left Democrat priorities should be getting through the process when we own the Senate and the White House. No hell to the no. I could not agree with you more. And here's the thing. You can tell how politicized this is just by looking at what's going on in my state. So my governor has started the tentative steps to reopening. You would think he was throwing us all into a public park and making us tongue kiss each other, if you look at the, the, the reaction of the media. Yeah. Let me explain to you the guidelines under which my favorite restaurant is reopening. This is where I go to play music bingo, sing really bad pop music from the 80s off-key with my girlfriends. You know, this is like our, our cheers, if you will. Okay? Yeah. If we go in there on Monday when they are permitted to reopen, they are keeping all of the seats at their bar six feet apart. So I said, but surely I can sit next to my husband. And he goes, no, I don't think you can. I'm like, seriously, because you know we sleep in the same bed. Like, this I is really, where, this I really is where can't sit idiotic. next to my husband? And he's like, no, I literally think we could be fined if we don't keep six people six feet apart at the bar. That's the problem. That's the problem right there. And it's I'm like, okay, this just makes no sense. But what, so even in a state that is being criticized for doing things too quickly, we still have ridiculous things in place. If you look at the 20 requirements that a business has to meet to include how you clean your ATM machines with pin pads, okay? We're being reckless. However, the governor of Colorado put out the same guidelines right down to tattoo parlors, and he added daycare centers, and you've never even heard his name. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how political this is. And all of it is a waste of time. I know. All of it is a waste of time. That's why... There's people, it's in their best interest to play this thing out. It is in their best interest to increase the misery, to increase the misery. Yes, there's going to be, listen, even if we follow, even if we let, if we put freaking Nancy Pelosi in charge, there's going to be a second wave. None of this, oh, you yeah. cannot, you cannot hide from this thing. No, you, have, you can't. There is no way. The only way is through. And, and I'm, I'm tired of waiting i'm ready I'm, yes as yes. two doctors from california put it why is it okay for you to be in costco with hundreds of other people but you can't go to your local mexican restaurant for lunch there is no science that says one of those things is safer than the other nothing 
He said, and because you bring bottled water home from Costco and you went to Home Depot to buy a shovel to do some yard work, those what are called fomites, which are inanimate objects that can carry disease, he said, I bet I could go to any one of your houses and sample your house and find COVID-19. This is the joke I made. This is the joke I made a week ago. Mm-hmm. This is the joke I made a week ago on, on my my YouTube video. It's like, oh, so uh, COVID-19, it's not in the grocery store. It doesn't know where the grocery store is. Oh, but it's all over the voting booth. It's going to, you can't go, if you go to exactly. vote, you're going to die. So you you can't have it both ways. And it's like the last video I did about Trump. Oh, he's a moron because he told people to inject Lysol. Oh, but he's a genius who colluded with a foreign agent to overthrow our government and fake an election, yada, yada, yada. It's the old moron idiot paradox. And this is like, listen, you guys, it's out there. It's out there. You can't hide from it. You cannot hide from it. Well, so I'm now I got to think, I go back to Star true. Trek. I go back to Star Trek. Seriously, Wrath of Khan. When when Spock is like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, that's where we are now. And it'll be better for us in the long run. We will be done faster. Just kick the doors open. And listen, if you don't want to go out, if you don't want to go out, don't. If you can survive in your little mansion uh, surrounded with, with double-sided freezers full of chocolate ice cream that costs 12 bucks a pint, stay home. No one's going to – listen, no one's telling you. You have to go out, but the people who want to go out, the people who want to go out and they want to get, uh, you know, their hair cut and they want to open up their business and they want to be able to put food on the table. Let them do it. Let them do it. I'm sick of these videos of people getting arrested in parks with their children. I mean, that's just horrible. But I mean, okay, so guys, this is exactly the opposite of what's occurring now. Nobody is going to ask you to snitch on your neighbor if they stay home. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nobody is going to come into your house and forcibly drag you outside. But for those of us who are ready to go outside, have been going outside, would like to meet with their friends, um, would like to go see a movie. Oh, by the way, you can totally socially distance in a movie theater where I live. Just go to a Tuesday matinee. You're in there with like one other person. Yes. I, I just I don't get it. And now we know isopropyl alcohol so you get a little put some alcohol wipes and you can wipe down the handrails on the on the movie theater seat well i i get it i i get it because because this is where this is my line of thinking this is no longer about what i want to do this is no longer about oh i want to be able to listen you guys i'm a I, when I'm not writing on a television show and, and doing theloftestparty.com, I'm out doing live events. That's how I make my money. That's what I'd like to do. However, I don't think that I don't think we're going to be filling up stadiums anytime soon. I'd go. Because, uh, because the, well, until the fear machine uh, gets shut off. So Here, here's my, my, hold on. Go ahead. The, the thing is, they're going to try to remake our society. They're mm-hmm. already quote. They're already holding up. Oh, what what Franklin Roosevelt did? FDR, FDR. Now, no, thank you. No, thank you either. And <clears throat> you never hear about this stuff. Like, yes, we needed a, a leader, and yes, World War Two, and yada yada yada. But Franklin Roosevelt's policies did not get us out of the depression. Franklin Delano Roosevelt's policies gave us the Great Depression. He made it worse. He made it worse. The thing that got us out was American ingenuity. 
And the thing that got us out was a bunch of starving people decided to join the army to go fight Nazis. That's what it was. You could have you could have a, a safe place to sleep. You could get some, you could have three square meals, and you could go fight Nazis. Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, he got, oh social security. Social social security is a joke. It's a joke. It kicked in at sixty five because you were supposed to die at sixty one, and they knew it when they wrote the legislation. They knew it. It's a giant slush fund. It's a Ponzi scheme. Well, that's a whole nother show. So uh, I think. I think we've done it every time I tell you you're never getting that check. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> it's it, and they always they, they they try to hold that up. Yes. Yes, there was the forestry project. Yes, they planted trees. We're doing that now. I'll say this again. We're in the we're in the business and before all this went down, uh Trump joined on on board with the trillion tree thing. I did a video about it. It just laid there. It just laid there like a bible at an orgy. But America, we partnered with the UN and all these other great things. We're planting a trillion trees. We're actively doing that. That never stopped. And that's for global warming and all this stuff. These people are overreaching. They're they're arresting people for going to parks. They're arresting people for playing catch. Uh, they're arresting uh, people who are surfboarding by themselves and wakeboarding and what have you. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. They're supposed Ridiculous. to be protecting our rights. Yes. So we can't put up with it anymore. We can't put up with that anymore. It's it's baloney because now th they are going to write, try to reshape our society. That's oh, yeah. when it goes too far. And what they're going to do now, because I live in a first mover state that happens to have a Republican governor, right? Yes. Is every single death in Georgia will have front page coverage on the New York Times and the deaths in Colorado, nobody will say crap about. Right. And, and mm -hmm. this is and this is the kind of thing where. Uh, you're not going to hear it from the president. You're not going to hear it. Like, listen, it's uh, it, it's political suicide if Trump just goes, hey, throw the throw the doors open, throw the doors open. Now, I think whether he did it on purpose or he did it by accident, it was a wonderful uh, it was a wonderful play where he goes, I'll decide, I'll decide. And then the press looks at him like, you're not the dictator. You're not the king of America. And so, oh, it's no. the governors. Oh, OK, the governors. And then and then in Georgia. The guy's like, uh, I'm going to reopen the state. And Trump's like, I think that's a bad idea. I think it's a bad I, I really think it's rabbit season, duck season. I really do. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I was pissed because if he was going to say it was a bad idea for Kemp to do it, he should have said that Polis had some bad ideas too. Because you know what's specifically prohibited in phase one? Daycare centers. You know what you can open in, in phase one? Movie theaters, restaurants, and, and, and personal businesses. Which is exactly talking, what Kemp did. I'm talking uh, bigger than the individual. We can get into the individual stuff all day. I think it's brilliant. Let the governors do it. I'm going to reopen this way. I'm going to reopen that way. And Trump can sit back and publicly go, I don't know. I think that's a bad idea. And if it works out, he's like, hey, look at that. Hey, that worked out well. And if it works out bad, he's protected. And he can go, oh, I told him it was a bad idea. Political gamesmanship, that's... Uh, it was a great move. It was a great move. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. If the governors are right and it goes great, eh, he goes, I was wrong. Made some people Here. in Georgia pretty mad at him. Well. Uh, like, dude, why did you just hang our governor like that? The press is doing <laughs> enough of a job of it. It'll, well, <laughs> look at the way, I think there'll be time, there'll be plenty enough time uh, to apologize later. So, uh, I want to get to this. In, in the final few minutes, 
this is that actually worked out well. Here's the here's the hard question that I don't hear anybody saying. Tom Cotton's getting a little bit more vocal about it, but here's the here's the scary thing. It, to, to me, it's it's the the real scary thing. We you have to this like I said earlier, this isn't a tornado, this isn't a hurricane, this isn't an, an act of God. We weren't hit with a meteor. At some point, we're going to have to come to grips with everybody, everybody's been so worried about oh, flatten the curve, social distance. She's at the park, take her away. Blah 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 blah. At some point, we are going to have to wrap our little brains around. What are we going to do to China? What are we going to do to them? If you think, because it, 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 it's, it's in there, it's in all the timelines, but now you're starting to see, and, and right now Cotton is the only one that I've seen talking about it publicly. This thing got out of Wuhan. Now, I think, I think everybody is in agreement now. The whole bat soup thing isn't really carrying, it doesn't really no, actually- water anymore. So... <laughs> It's it's going around Wuhan. China is taking away the world's supply of protective gear. They're asking, oh, Australia, please send help. Oh, America, please send help. We need help. We need all these masks. And and everybody's pitching in. And they're letting flights out of Wuhan. They're letting flights out of China. They know exactly what they're doing. We were talking about FDR. We were talking about FDR just a minute ago. And he has a great quote that I love. Nothing in politics happens by accident. If it happens, you know it was planned that way. So they let this thing out. They didn't sign. They signed that trade agreement with Trump. They signed that trade agreement in in, uh, January. Mm -hmm. I think January 17th. They knew damn well what was going to happen. Well, that's why I call it. No longer call it a pandemic. I call it a plandemic. Because yeah. once that thing broke out in Wuhan, they shut down travel from Wuhan to the rest of the country of China and let people from Wuhan go everywhere else. That was deliberate. Number yes. one. Number yes. two, our our Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, just called on China to ban wet markets. Right? Well, because he called on China publicly to ban wet markets, their propagandists came out and said there is no, no such thing as a wet market in China. Okay, well, you guys all just admitted then it came from the lab. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, uh, I, it, both of these things can't be true. <laughs> so now it is a question that we'll have to ponder uh, for a little bit. What then will we do? Because it will, uh, this this too shall pass. This is not the end of the world. It's completely survivable for the vast majority of us. For the vast majority of us. And we're going to survive. And we want an America and we want a society that looks like it did beforehand. Uh, Not some socialist uh, utopia of Bill de Blasio's uh, making and not some utopia uh, under the great, oh, the FDR, the New Deal, the Green New Deal, all that stuff. But we have to come to grips with this didn't get out of China by accident. Let's forget about the the lab. It didn't get, they knew exactly what they were doing. What then must we do? That's the question. 
there will be more laughs next week because there's going to be more good news next week. Things are always looking uh, brighter. They're always getting better. And now there's a very good chance that Michael and I will both have broken some laws. I, I'm, I'm thinking we might have on this podcast. I'm thinking we might have already done it. I think we already did. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you're thriving. And and as always, I generally one of us is now missing from the great from the great Loftus party movement that is tens of thousands of people strong. We're missing a member, but she won't be missed. But right. I thank I thank you for sharing the content. I thank you uh, for leaving comments on the YouTube channel and sharing the YouTube videos. Everything's going. Everything's going. Great. We all have our hands full. Everyone's doing uh, what they can. We're going to keep looking on the bright side. And I will remind you that uh, the new schedule is Monday video, Wednesday live stream on Facebook, Friday another video. We've got podcasts. We've got a new podcast we remember added to the family. Uh, my buddy Dino Tropotis is doing a whiskey business podcast. There's, there's tons of great stuff. You can go to theloftestparty.com, make an account. You can post links. You can post little stories. You're always invited. That's how this is supposed to work. That's how it works. You're wonderful. We love you, you sexy heathens. Um, go, go suntan. Get some sun. Go outside. Beautiful out there. See ya. See ya.